We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Really enjoyed the story about Butch's Bash in Wisconsin by Bill. The last segment. You know who's a you know who's an expert on the spring game is Sean Callahan. Yes, he is. He, he is. He joins us now. Husker Online. Sean Callahan's with us. We got Sean a, has a, a great. Yeah, Sean has an incredibly good memory. He's an incredibly good historian about things like this. Sean, what do you remember about? We were talking about. Hey, Sean, we were, you tweeted it out too about Colorado. And Prime and them selling 30,000 spring game tickets. Uh, you remember 2004. What was the deal? Like, why did it swing at Nebraska where Nebraska started drawing all these people to the spring game? Yeah, you got to give both Steve Peterson and Bill Callahan a lot of credit back then. I mean, they, they recognized excitement, a marketing opportunity, a way to kind of get recruiting going. Um, where before it never had a, a recruiting appeal to the spring it. game. But yeah. I'll never forget, I mean, there were a lot of Nebraska players in the NFL in 04 because you were still very close to the national championship era. So there were a lot of good players um, from Nebraska. And they brought back every single player that was in the NFL from Nebraska that spring game, every single so one of them. Remembers everything. And, and they gave them an introduction on the field one by one um, with all those recruits there. And, if you remember that 05 recruiting class, which would have been the 04 spring game, I mean, that, that's still the highest-ranked recruiting class Nebraska's had in the modern-day online era. I mean, you can go back to maybe the 90s before they started doing stuff where they had classes that would have rivaled this um, in terms of ranking. Um, but, yeah, that, that spring game jump-started a recruiting class that ended up having two Big 12 players of the year in it, and Zach Taylor and, and Dominic and Sue. We were asking Bill, uh, Sean, about other places, how their spring games go, and he says nothing is like Nebraska spring games. So I'm curious in terms of, like you said, they're with recruiting. How, how big is it every year in terms of getting players to commit you know, compared to other times of the year? Yeah, it's just the event. I mean, if you go back and study the history of the recruits that visit the spring game for Nebraska, uh, the hit rate on them is extremely high. It is the event that has traditionally jump-started recruiting for really the last 20 years almost, when you go back and look from 04 to now 2023, um, or I'm sure it's going to have a huge value to it as well. But, yeah, that first spring game in 04, I mean, 61,417 people were at that game, and um, it's been over 54,000 every year other than the the COVID year in 2021 when they reduced the capacity at only 50% uh, of Memorial Stadium. So it, it, it's been a huge draw, and for Nebraska spring game to to have these types of numbers over its history, it's really remarkable. All right, let's shift to the here and now. Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Sean, we we made a trip to Ainsworth, Nebraska on Friday, uh, yeah Friday, and saw Carter Nelson, who's who is the number one ranked player in the state for the class of twenty. 24. He is a 6'4", 215-pound tight end. What was striking about about Carter Nelson to you as you watched him play basketball or or interviewed him or interviewed the people close to him? What, what's your takeaways from our trip to Ainsworth? Well, number one, just how easy he makes everything look. I, I don't think I've ever seen 
a guy that you know does all the things he does at the level he does, where he really hasn't had a ton of high-level specialized training. Um, you know, he, he he can hit his head on the back on the rim playing basketball. He can high jump seven foot. He can throw a discus one seventy five. He runs a hundred and eleven eleven flat. Okay, I mean, he he could he could win a track meet by himself practically <laughs> if he if he were allowed to do more than four events. Freakazoid, that'd be fun to watch. Of, yeah, uh, be a part of a relay and then be a part of some relays with his teammates. I mean, he he's special in that sense. And then the pole vault. I mean, we we were just floored when they said that. You know, one of the struggles they're going to have this year with pole vault is finding a pole that that can handle his weight. But yet, this is a guy that could win the pole vault this year at the state meet. Um, so he does things with the human body <laughs> that you're really not supposed to be able to do, and you know, just things like at these track meets where he'll he'll do one event and he'll have to run across the meet with no warm up and do the next event, and then go back to the other event and. And then we go to this basketball game, and Jeez. you know he, he kind of was just in there. He just took the game over. I mean, there are three or four moments where he just took things over, and you're like, wow. I mean, he, his athlete, his overall athletic ability—that's um, what jumps out. I mean, the eight-man football film is it's extremely hard to evaluate because he's the biggest guy, he's the strongest guy, he's the fastest guy on the field at that level. So you, you don't sometimes know for sure what you're looking at, but the other things really help you get a clearer picture that. There just aren't many guys like this anywhere around the country. Well, and one sign of that is he got a phone call, a little phone call from Nick Saban last Thursday and got a scholarship offer from Nick Saban, a scholarship offer from Alabama. Now, here's a question. This is we get in. We can get into nuance with you because you've been doing this a long time. Here's a good question. Could Carter Nelson commit to Alabama today? Is it a committable offer? No. I mean, there's four or five programs where they're – offer would be more an invite to go work out. And okay. Alabama is obviously one of those programs. If you read the book Fourth and Long um, uh, that, that Nick Saban did here yeah. a couple years ago, uh-huh. I mean, it talked about the process they do with their camp and you know, how valuable that is uh, with, with every guy that commits to Alabama has to come down and work out before they get the green light to actually get the opportunity to commit. And Georgia's in that camp. LSU is in that camp, Ohio State, Clemson. I mean, there's there's very few that that can get away with that. I mean, back in the 90s, Nebraska did that a lot with their recruiting. I mean, they, you had to go to the big red football camps, um, and then a lot of the commits early on came from the, from the big red football camps back then. North Dakota State, under Craig Bull, started that up there, and they continue to do that at the FCS level. Uh, but you just typically don't see it because not a lot of people can get away with it but Alabama obviously can Georgia can places like that where you know before you get the green light like Malachi Coleman uh-huh. um, you know I believe he, he probably would have had to have gone down there I know they were on him but to truly get the green light at those programs um, you've got to show it on their stage Join my Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, over the weekend, Nebraska offers an eighth grader from Omaha, Tory Pittman. I'm curious, do you think is this a one-off? Do you think they might go you know recruit earlier more often for Nebraska? Yeah, there's a special deal they're doing on Sunday mornings up there um, in the Hawk Center where uh, youth from North Omaha come up there and practice and play called the Homegrown Program. And I believe Nebraska's been able to get a good identification of, just of this kid and who he is um, through those workouts and practices those young kids are doing through this special program that's been going on. And 
Um, he's going to go to Omaha Central. He's up up in middle school right now. Um, yeah, it, it's getting earlier and earlier. And you know, I, I remember Cameron Jurgens got his, and Davon Hall got his as freshmen. And we were like, wow, they're offering freshmen. Well, now they're offering eighth graders. I mean, I, I think that's just the reality of where it's at. If there's a guy that you just kind of know, like you knew when Cam Jurgens was that young, he was probably that type of an athlete. I'm sure the same goes um, for Torrey Pittman as well. And, and it'll be fun to watch him now this fall in Omaha Central and, and, and what he can do there as a freshman. Sean, what can this Nebraska men's basketball team do in these final three games? What's your record prediction in the final three games? They have Minnesota, Michigan State, and they're at Iowa. Give me a record. Well, they could win all three, but I think two and one is probably, you know, the realistic hope, in my opinion. I think they can win both home games, but Iowa on the road is very tough. I mean, it's tough that they need that game too. And uh, Michigan State, you know, just just got a big win last night. Um, but that's true. If they could if they could get to two and one and nine conference wins. I mean, that would be really really impressive and. I know they're not in the NCAA uh, discussion um, because of what happened earlier in the year in terms of where their net is. But, I mean, if they if they could get to the NIT as the team that was picked 14th in the Big Ten, uh, unanimously 14th, really on every poll you saw, um, that would be a huge step um, for Fred's program, especially with the injuries they've overcome. And it's fun. I mean, going to those games right now, um, you know, it's, Sunday was fun, and my daughters went with us, and we're looking forward to Saturday to go over there. And, and you know, the place is buzzing. Uh, Toganama is, is 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 as popular of a Husker basketball player that I can remember. And, and just to see those former players from the '80s and the '90s and the 2000s and then even the '70s, and the, all all praise the way Fred's team's playing. Um, you know, this is what you want. I mean, this is this is why that place is full right now. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Thanks, guys. I, Online, Sean Callahan. I am not pouring cold water on what Sean Callahan says because I am uh, in that camp that's saying they're they're going three and zero and the rest of the regular season. And I was not that tough a place to play. Um, I long for the day when we don't say nine and ten is really really impressive well going into the season the expectations were not very high that's exactly what i'm talking about i long for the day when the expectations are such that we don't come on the radio and say well nine and ten is really really impressive it's really not that impressive uh <laughs> it's not but for you, what you know I, 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 I realize i'm being am i being a debbie downer is that what you would say what i'm doing right now i don't think i am i i don't i respect what fred's doing completely I bet you Fred would would I bet you Fred would agree with me on that. I think he's he a competitive guy. But he maybe doesn't want to be sure they don't 10. expect ten right. and ten to be good. Right. I I hope to hell <laughs> that'd be great. Let's talk about the tournament next year being right. a reality, yeah. not at a pipe dream. Am I out of line, Bill? Not at all. No. Right. You always want to want to be able to have that. I think one thing that uh, that uh, Sean said. He said, you know, "What a great job Sean does covering all this." Is when they talked about like I'd mentioned several times at LSU, you had to come to camp, so that that comes up. Just remember. The really good guys love to go and they love to show off because they're really good. The one it all it 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 weeds people out right away. Like ah, I don't I'm, I'm not running. I'm a little tight. Fast guys like to run fast. They do when they're really fast. Do what they do? Off. They're like watch this. Let's do this. Oh, you want oh you want you want to do pass rush? I, that that sounds outstanding. You want to, and the pressure also at LSU, which would be the same at all those other schools, would be when it went to one on ones like that. When it was good on good. All the current players on the team are at are at camp, so the so 
Justin Jefferson's there at the wideout, so if he beats a DB, he's getting after Stingley on, yeah. on the other side. So it's so you know it's competitive like that. So Ooh. they're making this. This is how how it works here. But the, that'd but, be fun. But the real dudes do it. And also we had the, like an all star thing. We, it was always right at the very end of the session. It, they, we'd, we'd pick out the best players and they'd go up and down the field seven on seven. And we'd watch them and go and and and, and but so they want to show off. So if the ones they're like going, yeah. I don't think I want to do it like that. It's like that's why they're, they're, they're off the board. They're just completely off the board. But it's but it that's that's how it needs to be. Now I know. Now your film has to match it. Yeah. There'll always be some guys come in like, whoo, you see what he just did? You <laughs> see this test? See what he ran? See what he jumped? Uh-huh. And then you go out there. How's he doing? Not very good. It's the same as a film. He's not a very good football player. Mm. He's a really good tester. No. And there's some guys, too, you look at and go, oh, man, I don't know. He doesn't test great, but oh, watch him play. Get on the field. Just <laughs> watch him play. And that's where the that's where the bus happened, where you get so caught up in some numbers. Yeah. And then you don't take the really, really good football player. Interesting. Love it. Great well, stuff. We, well, we come back, song of the day and mailbag on early break on the ticket.